Welcome to Coffee and Conversation, a podcast that's all in the name. Good coffee with great conversation. Here's your host, Larry Vincent. All right, welcome to the Coffee and Conversation podcast. I am your host, Larry Vincent, and with me today is Kelly Odom, uh, the, uh, what is that, like, director, person in charge, ministry team leader. I think it's actually the term, the ministry team leader of our food pantry. Welcome, Kelly. Hey. Uh, so, Kelly, uh, we have our tradition here yeah. at, at the podcast. You binged, uh, listened uh, to the podcast, I think. Mm-hmm. So you're very familiar then with yeah, love it. Uh, with, with this. So uh, you know what we're about to do, the first sip. And, and I, time. <laughs> I, yeah, and I am, uh, the, the amount of self-control, Kelly, that you had. Staring at it. Yeah, uh, let's 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 uh, prolong this as much as possible. Uh, what are you What are you drinking? Nitro cold brew. Nitro cold brew, and I have a blonde cafe latte today with an extra shot. That's manly. <laughs> you know, thousands of men get <laughs> get this on their as their coffee. It's just espresso and milk. Uh-huh. All right, let's drink. I didn't say that. Uh-huh. There's no syrup. Lightning bolts. Lightning bolts. Have you had your coffee this morning at all? I do. Well, I don't drink coffee for energy, for morning. No. I could drink that and have a nap. Yeah, okay. I'm, I can drink a pot of coffee and have a nap. Yeah. It doesn't do much. Yeah, I, I, I would like to see the pot of coffee and then see the nap afterwards because you'd be wired for a bit, no, I think. I, I can do it. Yeah? It just doesn't. I don't know. I need a little bit more. I don't know. I like beet juice and, you know. Beet juice? It gives you so much energy in the morning. It, that's disgusting. It's delicious. Oh, God. oh, I'm so glad this isn't beets in conversation. That's. It's gonna bring you some. Yeah, you know, I I will try anything once, and then never try it again. That's uh, pretty much how this that. This is really good, though. Thank you. Yeah, you are welcome. I'm more than happy to uh, to to take care of that for you. Um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about you for just a moment. Um, uh, a little bit about your history. One of the things we like to do on the podcast is to ask people uh, in a very quick summation uh, their testimony. You know, how how they came to Jesus, you know, did they grow up in the church, who, who they are now because of Christ. So fill us in. Who's, who's Kelly Odom? Oh, that's a long story. No. <laughs> <laughs> we got all the time. Uh, uh, well, after hearing all the, the podcasts, especially the, the season that was about testimonies, uh, those were so awesome to hear. They were, weren't they? Um, they were. Um, but I, you know, I did grow up in church, uh, with a, a, my mom went every Sunday. Um, I went when, as I got older, I went as I felt like it. She never pushed me to, but sure, you know, sure. um, uh, then, you know, went off, went off to college, met my husband, uh, we got married, you know. In the church, and you know, had a, a faithful marriage. But yeah. then once once kids came along, we we're like, well, it's time to take this a lot more seriously than we were. Right. And um, so it was great to do that together, and um, and get and have Jeff have his. He has a way better testimony than me. But <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you didn't listen At to the least, podcast well. No, everybody I has know. a great testimony. It, that's Kelly. true. I know. But it's a lot more, you know, interesting to talk about. And I just, uh, so yeah. And then we kind of church hopped for a long time here. Because none of us are from here. And 
I like a lot. And from small, big, all, everywhere. And yeah. kind of landed here and it just fit like nothing else ever had. Yeah. So it just became our church home and we love it. And... So, so how has your faith um, impacted your family in the last... I know you guys have been coming here since I've been here, haven't you? We kind of started about the... Yeah. I think we were maybe a little bit... Like month before you. Yeah. Okay. Came. So, yeah. so the last four years, yeah. how has your faith been changed, impacted as a family, as an individual? Oh well, as a family. Um... I can't get the answer to that on Apple Watch. <laughs> I really hope. <laughs> I really hope the podcast picked that up. <laughs> Siri, Siri, um, just uh, interrupted this whole podcast. Uh, because Siri, nobody has the answer but me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you didn't think Apple was listening to you, now you know they are. Oh, that's uh, side side note, <clears throat> by the way, uh, do you know uh, Apple has been recording uh, uh, people? And do you know what sound triggered the recording? What zippers? Oh no, zippers. Yeah, look it up. Google it. It's true. It's there. It's not hashtag fake news. So zipper, zipper, zipper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, not the word, the sound. Oh. The okay. sound of a zipper. That's kind of creepy. That is creepy. Okay. Yeah, think about that for a moment. All right, anyway, back okay. to the back impact to of the faith on the family. Okay, in the last four years. Thanks, yeah. Siri. Um, record this one, Siri, then you'll know. Um, well, my mom was sick uh, and passed away. So she was sick for about four years, passed away a year and a half ago? Yeah, about, ago. about that, yeah. April 2018. And... I just leaned on God for that yeah. and I wouldn't have got through it without him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Simply. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's been amazing to see you and Jeff, uh, you know, uh, and your kids, um, for the sake of the podcast, we won't say their names. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, your, to see your family's growth in the last four years, you know, and, and I keep on, I keep on saying this. Now we're, we're talking about other things today, but one of the coolest things is I, I, I believe that Jeff is one of our best outreachers in the church. I mean, just by far. Which is funny because he's such an introvert. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. To the extreme. Yeah, but he, I mean. But he's real. He just, if, if he's going to say something, yeah. it's going to have a point and a meaning. You know, I, I had an elder back at a couple churches ago named Kenny. And, and Kenny was one of those guys that never talked. But when he did everybody shut up and listened, right? And I and he pulled me aside a couple of times to give me some advice, and it was just spot-on advice. And Jeff always strikes me like that kind of a guy. I could learn a little bit from him. I, I, <laughs> I, I know I could learn a little bit more on the uh, not-talking scale yeah. from, from Jeff Odom. But, all right, so so you guys have been going to the church the last four years. Yeah. Faith has been a good impact for you guys. Um, what... What led you to the food pantry? Uh, it, it, for the context of the podcast, man, I'm a horrible host. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about uh, the food pantry today. And, mm -hmm. and what we're specifically talking about is um, you know, the hungry and what the church's role is in that um, and, and what role should we all play. And so I want to talk about the food pantry yeah. uh, that we offer here at Cornerstone but not as an advertisement, but just as a, a ministry and why we should be involved with this. So how did you get involved in the food pantry ministry? Um, I hadn't, I was asked to be. 
um, honestly. Yeah. And didn't feel worthy of it. Didn't think I could. I thought, why in the world are these people, you and Cheryl and mm. others, asking me to do this? Uh, I had, I mean, in one of the, you know, steps of faith, I guess, you know, we're always getting there, but I, I realized shortly after being here, just such a service-based church, like, I need to serve. So yeah. I was kind of one of those people that were like, children's ministry, you know, uh, bereavement and yeah. uh, who needs mail and, and everywhere. Right. Great. And I kind of still do all those things a little bit, but I can, don't have to say yes all the time to those things. Yeah, right. Um, I guess just couldn't find my place in it. And uh, God had a bigger plan, apparently, and told you guys first. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might have been telling you, you just maybe. I wasn't listening, which listening. is the part I'm, I'm, I'm getting better at uh, hearing it. Yeah. God's always talking to me, but I just have a hard time hearing it a lot. Um, yes. That'll so, preach. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys came to me, and I first thought, there's no way. Uh, I, at that point, oh gosh, the kids were three and five, and not even in school, and I was with them all the time. We uh, are self-employed, and just like anybody else, you know, I don't like to say I'm busy. I don't like them. I just thought, how could I ever do this? I knew the pantry was open every other Saturday. I knew my kids as soon would be starting sports. Right. Always on Saturday mornings. And we uh, travel a lot on the weekends. I thought, you know, and there's no way I could be here every Saturday. And you guys were quick to say, you know, well, and Cheryl especially, like, Saturday's a small part of it. It's an important part yeah, of it. Yeah, right. Obviously, it's when their doors are open, but it's there's a lot more. I thought, so I made a big pro and con list thought about it, prayed about it, had others pray about it, and that's kind of how I did it. But I really was shocked to even be asked to, and humbled and honored and all those things. But. So you, you speak to a couple things that I think a lot of people can relate to. Uh, number one, the idea that you're not good enough, You know that thought that prevails in a lot of people's head. You Especially know? leading the group of volunteers we have yeah that have I mean have been doing it longer than me and um and the and the lead, and the people have led the ministry in the past I just didn't feel like I could fill those shoes yeah it really yeah so you you've been doing this a while now right and you you know that this is what God wanted for you so if you were to tell your past self if future Kelly could time travel to past Kelly right uh, at the moment where you were first asked and that doubt crept into your head, what would you say? Well, to trust the people that are asking you mm -hmm. and God, yeah. obviously that's yeah. behind them. Um, right. Trust that. And even, even if you, I mean, don't have the doubt, it's okay to make the pro and con list like I did. Sure. So, but just don't have the doubt and trust in it. I guess that my answer still could have been no. Yeah. Um, but the reasons I was coming up with no's were not uh, not good enough. Yeah. Um, one of the mains was just like I just like I said you know maybe maybe later in life. Because, yeah. I mean, the, pa the past few uh, leaders were, their kids were older and stuff. How could a person with two young kids, you know, do this and right. have the time to do it? 
Um, but I also, in, in all things in life, I try to never, if my excuse is I just don't have time, I throw that excuse out the window right away. Right. And if I can't come up with a better one, yeah, what's, then that's silly. You yeah. know, everything. Like, I just want to look back and be like, I did that. I mean, because if I said not now, then what if I waited till my kids were in high school or my kids are grown and then all of a sudden I have grandchildren, you know, or something. And it's like, oh, I don't have time because of this. So I didn't use that excuse. And I, yeah. if, I think in, in all this, a lot of decisions in life, if I could just take that excuse out, I'd, I try to do a lot more, travel more, have more fun, and live in the moment more. So that's what I did. Yeah, yeah. and we go, we're glad you yeah. did because it's been it's been an awesome couple of years now uh, you've been what doing this. Two, two and a half years. Two and a half, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so... So you didn't didn't necessarily feel called. It's not like you had a passion for the hungry, um, no. you know. Passion for serving. Yeah, passion for serving. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so let's let, let's talk about when you first got into the pantry. Mm-hmm. You know, and you started seeing the the need. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised? Was it less than what you thought? More than what you thought? Like, what was your expectation, and what was reality when you came in to assess the need of of the food pantry and the and the, the Guests, the clients, clients, what you, clients. clients yeah. Um, I didn't know that that was the need. I didn't know that the age range was so much. I didn't know that there was young and old and children and um, elderly caring for their grandchildren mm-hmm. and, it, and and people of all walks of of life. Yeah. People that, um, you know, there's a lot of just people that, that, that work and everything, but the cost of living right now and, and healthcare and everything is just, it's hard. And even though our economy is great right now, that doesn't mean much for yeah a lot, like most of us. And so I was, I was surprised. And then I really quickly realized like, this really was good. Like I like food and nutrition, you know, I really <laughs> Kelly Odom likes food the, and nutrition, the beet juice and everything. The yeah. beet juice. <laughs> So, I, I just had a whole different like scientific interest in it of you know like, what what we give and what we, and thinking about that going and nourishing and um, figuring out ways we can give more mm-hmm. um, with budget and with what we're provided and everything. So, I, it, it, I quickly got a really really great interest in it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, talk about your heart for these people. I mean, you know, like, how has it grown since you've taken, you know, taken over the ministry? Oh, I, I don't know if I can speak for how it's grown because I didn't really know it before. But I know my in my my heart. Um, uh, these people are my friends. Yeah. I mean, they really are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I go to <laughs> I go to Kroger and Walmart and everywhere in the community way too much um, <laughs> for the pantry and for other things. But um, I run into someone at least once a week. Yeah. And it's a hug. Yeah. And just because, and I'm not even really that much of a hugger. <laughs> <laughs> but when I see these people out, it's like I love seeing them outside of of here and. Um, I think that on the Saturdays, I, I like the culture of, you know, when the clients are here, um, it's a process and they get what they came to get, but especially like here lately, it's just been like, they're all talking with each other. We're all mingling around talking to each other. There's laughs, there's hugs. Yeah. There's, 
you know, how are, there's prayer requests and there's um, praise for people that have been sick and that are better. Oh, that's or that, you know, they're getting jobs yeah. and there's there's clients that there's clients that come back in and help. Yeah. Even though they need the help of this, they they, they gift us back and they, they serve back with their time. And I don't know, it's just an awesome I, 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 I echo that. I mean, you know, being a part of uh, all the outreaches that we as a church are part of, it's really cool when you see somebody um, that you have ministered in one of those ministries um, and they stop, say hi, ask how you're doing. You know, like, you don't want to, like, go out and say, like, I know these people because because that might expose their issue mm -hmm. and their problem. Mm -hmm. But for them to have no fear and say, oh, uh, you know, how are you, how are you doing? And it's just, just being so excited about that. I had a person, no joke, last week, uh, I was, I was on 267 and uh, heading towards Avon and, uh, we're hitting a stoplight and this car comes up to the side of me, pulls down as one of our homeless ministry people. And they're like, ah! yeah. you know, and, and she got, she wanted to talk. But, you know, we were on the road, yeah. the light turned green, and the cars behind us were honking. But it was just so cool. It was yeah. like she stopped traffic just yeah. to say hi, you know? And she's not, there's no embarrassment and there's no shame. Because yeah. it can be that, I mean, it is that situation for a lot. And if I can break down that barrier and just, and I'm not trying to break it down. It's yeah. just who I am. Like, yeah. I will stop and if I see someone I know in the grocery store and my grocery store turns it into a 90 minute trip because yeah. we got to into a random heart to heart in the I'm sure side. Jeff appreciates those <laughs> oh moments gosh. That's it. oh gosh I know Heather hates him oh gosh on Sundays like if we're a little bit early he's like just another opportunity for you to talk <laughs> <laughs> thanks honey yeah that's about right I, I mean, I, every every Sunday, you know, uh, Heather and I, we take turns trying to get to leave, uh, you know, because I'm ready to go and she's talking and she's ready to go and I'm talking, you know. I had to wait on him yesterday. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Now the whole podcast world knows. I have to say it because it never happened. Mark the record. Yeah. Yeah. No, good for him. He didn't even know. I was, I was, we were all out in the truck waiting and he was like, I was like, you're going to be here. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That, that's, that, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, so there are um, tons of food pantries out uh, in, in, in the county, in the mm -hmm. community, um, some Christian, some, some, you know, ran by non-Christian. I mean, and, and, you know, still good food pantries. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that otherwise. But what makes, uh, what makes the Christian food pantry different, um, generally speaking? I mean, we can talk about ours, right? But yeah. what makes the Christian food pantry different than all the other ones out there? Um, well... I guess from a, it's not blatant, it's not blatant, but Jesus is first in ours. Yeah. Um, we pray before we start, everyone. Yeah. Um, if we get the opportunity and conversations go there, it's gonna go, it, it, it'll, it'll get to, you know, one's faith or their struggle or it, there's always an invitation to come to church there's always an invitation to our all of our outreaches our fall parties and everything we i we go out of our way to um give people in if they want to i mean why not it's yeah. i mean you're here you come you come on a saturday so how, why don't you just come tomorrow morning too that's right um play on our playground just you know make a friend we have people of all ages and ways for them to out you know because a lot of these people do 
they feel themselves getting served and they just want to serve back. So yeah. I guess that's one way ours. And I mean, we are, I, there's right in front of the check-in station, there's Bibles free for the taking. So yeah. that's, it is right out there and in front of everybody and they do, they get taken and we don't ask you to take them. If you want to take them, sure. So, so uh, the pantry puts Jesus first above all things. Of course. Are you seeing, are you seeing fruit from that? Yes. How so? Um, we have, we have people um, attending service, attending prayer, our prayer group that yep. happens on Thursday nights. Yep. Um, and and they can, they, you know, they're coming when it's their when it's their time. Yeah. And I just like that we have a place that they can do it if they can tie those together and and again, I thought I think if if we had a an environment that made them feel like they couldn't, that would break my heart. So I'm just so glad that. Yeah. We can do that. Well, and I think you hit the nail on the head, right? It's a sense of community. Yeah. Right? You come here, and it, it feels like family. Everybody knows everybody, you know? Um, and, and everybody is happy to see everybody. Even if these people are going through some real tough times, for them to have a smile on their face probably means more than we can ever express, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's, that, that's, I mean, absolutely amazing. And I'm, I'm so proud of the work that, you've done and, and past uh, food pantry directors have, have, have done. Um, I want to I want to talk about uh, our community in large Brownsburg because here's what here's what a lot of people say right um, well I don't know a lot of people just people uh, we live in a, um, a pretty affluent community uh, you know uh, unemployment is less than what seven percent something like that I think um, why why do we need a food pantry and, and, and you know a lot of people will say how can we have hungry people in Brownsburg you know I, I are we just enabling people you know how do you how do you answer that well there's hungry people everywhere yeah um, and I think it, uh, I don't know numbers um, on homeless and stuff I just I our food pantry is a part of the Hendricks County Coalition Food Pantry. So yeah. with that, I, I do get informed on a lot. And it's, you know, through the county extension is a part of that. And they yeah. know numbers. And I, so I hear them every once in a while through that. But, um, I mean, we wouldn't have um, sheltering wings in our community. We wouldn't have family promise. Yeah. And there's there, it's not just hungry people. We have homeless. And I don't yeah. think, even though it's affluent, it's it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, so for context reasons, because yeah. some people are outside of okay. the county, Family Promise is our homeless ministry here in Hendricks. Yes. Sheltering Wings is a women's abuse shelter yes. in Hendricks County, um, and so there are those needs in the community. Is what you're saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. There is. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, whether it's reported or not, and are we enabling? Are we abusing? No, I think we have to keep these things open. Our numbers can be high some months and low some months, and I think that's a reflection of people getting on their feet and then people having hard times. And these hard times, I mean, I mean, that's, I don't know, or um, you never know why these people are, are, are getting the situation. It could be me tomorrow. Yeah. It could be you tomorrow. It could right. be in a year. And... You don't even if, even if there's someone maybe abusing some sort of system, yeah. you don't know why. There's still a reason why they're doing that. Yeah. And so, 
even if that's happening, I just still think we're here yeah. to provide it. The food might be a secondary thing. Yeah. They are fulfilling something else. We can be here. We can be with a friend. We can be the Jesus they need to see. Yeah. You know? um, so I don't, I don't, I don't have an ex- explanation for why we, um, even though it's an affluent community, there's there's just still there's poverty everywhere. There's there's need everywhere. There's hungry. So why don't you think people have a hard time seeing that? They don't want to see it. I mean, uh, and maybe they've heard a story of someone. There there are people there are people out there that do abuse things. Sure. I, I see it on. Um, I hear the stories, but again, I don't I don't want to get too involved in that because I I try real hard I, and I don't I I I don't judge that. Yeah. I'm not going to judge it. I'm not going to because, like I said, it's everybody is here for a reason. They walk through that door whether they are hungry or doing it for another reason. Um, I don't think people want to see it. I don't think people want to think, oh, you know, Brownsburg has homeless or Brownsburg has hungry people. I just don't. I don't. I don't well, I mean, why not? I mean, do you, do you think it's do you think it's that bad of a um, of a why people don't want to to see the hungry in our in our town? I don't know. Maybe I'm naive to it. Yeah. But I didn't before this. I mean, I, before I was a part of this ministry, I wouldn't say that I knew. Yeah. Um. Then again, I'm not on like. I technically don't live in Brownsburg, but so I'm not on well, the chatters. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but there's, but it's everywhere. In, in the yeah. town where I live, there's, there's a food pantry and there's yeah. a need. And yeah. especially now that my kids are in school and I'm, I go, I, I see it there mm-hmm. and I know kids need, I mean, just right there, just walk in, ask a few teachers and you know, there's people at home that aren't eating. Right. Oh yeah. Completely. So, um, I don't know. Keep asking. I feel like there's something there. Keep asking the right question. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I have my own opinions about it. I mean, I, I, I think that there's a couple of reasons. I okay. think there, I think we're an individualistic society. Can't see past our own noses, uh, you know. And mm-hmm. so we're so we're so consumed with our kids and our families that we don't see outside of that bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just don't. And and so we're just, you know, uh, in our own our in our own little circles. Um, I think we also live in a country that that was uh, founded on raising yourself up out of the ashes, you know, pulling yourself up and, and walking ahead. And anybody who needs help, quote unquote, um, you know, is considered weak. You know, we're, you know, I, I think you you have that kind of disdain. I don't think that's prevalent as prevalent as it used to be, mm-hmm. but I still think it's there. Um, you know, I, I, and so, yeah, I mean, those are the, and people just don't expect it in Brownsburg, you know, I, mm-hmm. or in an affluent community, generally speaking, they don't want to admit that, you know, their town has needs and, and, and people need to help it out, you know? I agree with the, that. Yeah. Yeah. The problem's always somewhere else. Uh-huh. You know, it's never here. Yeah. You know? Right. I get that. And people want to, it's easier to help on a global level and not get in the face of it here. Right. Because um, this is down and dirty. It is down and dirty. And honestly, I kind of liked that arm's length for, I didn't like it, but that's just what I did. It was I, comfortable. Yeah. I'll, yeah. Give, I'll give, you know, I'll give to that, but 
as weird as it sounds, been a blessing? Yes. To me. No, it's not weird. <laughs> it's not weird for people who um, understand who've done it. Yeah. Uh, and it's not for... Um, I feel like that can sound weird because I don't want to make it sound like it makes me feel, but it's just opened my eyes and I'm so glad that like, because my kids are with me a lot of the time. I'm doing a lot of this stuff. Yeah. And I'm glad they, because I didn't see it. As, right. You know, um, and it's just one in, it, they don't know any different now. They, right. They play with the kid, you know, they, yeah. play with the kid, they don't, and I love it. And um, I just, I don't know. Well, I think that blessing comes in the fact that we're being Jesus, right? If you look at, uh, I think it's John 13, where Jesus washes the feet of the disciples. Um, before he does that, John writes this one verse that says, uh, Jesus loved them um, to the end, and he showed the full extent of his love. I mean, that's not the exact quote, yeah. but that's the summation of it. And then he washed their feet, mm -hmm. you know, by serving them in a very humbling way. Yeah. He, sh he showed them his love, and then that love was a blessing, right? And so your, your heart, when you open your heart to love other people. Exactly. You have, so, and that's, that was one thing I had to do. So to serve, yeah. and to serve others, yeah. especially face-to-face, -face, mm -hmm. you have to first realize that the Bible tells us you have to love everyone. Right. And I, was never, I wasn't always good at that. Yeah. Um. That's why, go back one, three, two, first Peter, I'm not good at this, first Peter 4, 10. <laughs> okay. So that's the serving verse, right? Mm. But I like, you know, I, but there's a verse I like to read before and after it, but before, before it, like two, two before that, mm -hmm. it says love, love, you have to first love everyone. Mm. I'm not doing it. You're, you're fine. Can you help me? No, you're but, fine. No, no, I, so I, it's like, I like okay. watching this. this well, it's like, that's great that, that scripture told me to serve. Um, right, but why? So <laughs> before it's like, oh, I need to love everybody, and it, I knew I was always told that, but um, truly love everybody, yeah. like for where they're at, yeah, and where they could be and where they've been, and yeah. Um, side side note, by the way, if you just say, you know, the Bible says, bam, you don't even have to say Peter. You can just <laughs> say, hey, did I get know, it right? Yeah, but yeah, you, you, you were fine. Okay. You were fine. It was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Uh, all questions can be emailed to Kelly at, no. <laughs> not, I'm not good at, I can't, uh, no, I can't even retell a joke. I can't, like, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It's fine because you live it out as well as speak it out. Right. So, um, you know, I, uh, hunger is an issue here in, in every community, right? We're going to talk about homelessness on another podcast. Matter of okay. fact, um, I don't know exactly what order this will be in, mm -hmm. uh, but I expect uh, Julie uh, Randall from Family Promise, she's yeah. coming in this week to record. Um, we're going to talk about homelessness in Hendricks County, which yeah. is why I want to talk about hunger yeah. in, in Hendricks County. Um, you know, because this is what the Christian community should do, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and we're not. You know, it's, it, it, it's the, the few doing the ministry, right? Um. I, I would say, I don't want to say they do not, because yeah. the community, we, we do get a lot from the community, and, and it's in their own capacity. you got to meet people where they're at, yeah. you know, like the post office does the canned food drive, right? Right, yep. And that gives a chance for every single home, every yes. single mailing address, mm -hmm. and, and it happens in May, usually the first week of May, 
Um, they can put a bag out with their mail. The mail carriers pick it up. Yeah. And then we go pick it up. But they're missing that one most important element, right? Yes. But they're they're doing something. That is true. It can be a gateway to that. So maybe, um, maybe we, I, and maybe this is something I could work on, that we need to put a link there. We need yeah. to sew them back together. It's like, they, I want them to know where it went. Yeah. Because um, that particular gets split between us and I think uh, Messiah Lutheran. So they could, look, this is where it went. And if you ever want to help or help further, here's how you can do that and yeah. get it out there. So that's could be, we could do our due diligence. You're too. right. And look, I mean, I, I have, I do have a bias, obviously, right? Um, I, I believe everything is better when you do it in person. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than, you know, writing a check or donating a thing and, and not thinking about it again, mm-hmm. right? I think there has to be an intentionality there. But I think you're right uh, in correcting me on this that, you know, even something is something. Yeah. <laughs> we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be operating if it weren't all those little yeah. something. So yeah. We need everybody on every level. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would love to. And those, and you know, you know I don't. I can't, again, it goes back to the not, I'm not going to judge where people are at, but I just, I don't want to say that people do nothing, because even if that's the only thing they do all year, it is something. It is something. You're right. How do we make that more intentional as a community, do you think? (sighs) Um, More intentional to get... Like more people seeing the reality of what's out there. You know, like more people to get involved, to get their their hands dirty. You know, mm-hmm. put some little elbow grease into the in, into this to care for their fellow humans. You know, lead them to Jesus. Those kind of things. I mean, especially when it comes to the hungry. Mm-hmm. How do we how do we do that? How do we make it more intentional for them? Um, well, I think um, one way is someone has, has started. There's two things now, and one was a website you told me about. Then there's a Facebook page, uh, Helping Hendricks. Oh, let me have to think about this one. Helping Hendricks County? I think I gave it to you. Yeah, I think so. It's actually a volunteer who's here. He, he volunteers a, a lot of places. Uh, he started it, and it literally is kind of a go-to place for when organizations need help. And it's not just for the hungry. I know that's what we're trying to focus on. But Oh, you're fine. Um, it, is, <laughs> it, is, it, it helps with that. So... You know, even if it's so someone out there that hasn't got their hands dirty, but they're following that page and it's like, look, you can come unload, you know, you can come stock shelves. You yeah. can come help I'm this looking at the Facebook page them. right now. What's it called? Helping mm-hmm. Hendricks County. Oh, good. I got it. You had it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's a volunteer community, mm-hmm. right? The, uh, the goal is to connect the giving residents of this county with as many wonderful nonprofit organizations. So, yeah, that's awesome, actually. It so it's those kinds of things. And yeah. this, so I think that's a start. And uh, if, if you're someone out there that does uh, actively help and you are getting your hands dirty with it, ask a friend to do it. Yes. I mean, that's, I, I, I have friends that say, um, I want to I help, you yeah. know, and um, I, can't, I always ask. You know, you want to come with me on a Saturday? Or, like, they want their kids to. Yeah, right. Okay, that's a start. Yeah, They're not still wanting to. Yeah. But they want their kids, so I'm like, hey, I'll come by and pick them up, you know, or drop them off. Like, it's a start. Yeah. And they're doing something that's still all, those are all steps in the right direction. For sure. So, I'd say for our ones that do help, just, yeah, have a friend come help you. Yeah. 
many hands make the work light, right? So and serving together is fun. Like it is. Yeah, I enjoy serving with other people more than I do serve. I I like doing everything with other people rather than by myself. Uh, you know. Yeah. You know, even even just sitting in silence, I'd rather have that with other people than by myself. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs> I. I I'm a very lonely person. I don't know how you and my husband are even friends. Really <laughs> no, we talked about that. Now, Jeff and I haven't talked about this, but I talked about this with somebody um, because their their daughter is going to college and uh, they're afraid that you know they're not going to make any any friends. And I said, oh, the extroverts will take care of them real quick because mm-hmm. extroverts are like leeches almost. You know, we find the introvert and we latch on for dear life and won't let them go. I mean, that's how I got my wife, basically. Basically. <laughs> You might annoy them. Yeah, you annoy them to a submission. It's all for the greater. Good. It's all for the greater good, right? You know, um, yeah. My 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 wife has a pain in the neck, and you know, and and it's his it's name Larry. is Larry Vincent. Um, <laughs> so okay, fair uh, fair enough. I, I I like I like where this conversation is going. Um, I, I I want people to realize a couple of things through this podcast. Number one, that hunger does exist in this county. Legit hunger. Legit. Legit hunger does exist in this county and in any county. You, no one is immune to hunger, right? And Jesus himself said, you'll always have the hungry with you, yes. right? You know, you'll always have them with you. Um, but we shouldn't become complacent to it. Right. You know, we have to do something about it. And, and as you rightfully said, something is something. Yeah. You know, something is something. Uh, but we shouldn't, st- my point is we shouldn't stay at, at the, the least amount of help we can give. We can no. always try to be better, to do more. Yes. You know, even if it's not in our community going to, um, you know, a food um, kitchen in mm-hmm. the city, you yeah. know, is definitely worth the time yeah. and, you know, and the effort put yeah. into it. Yeah, I think if, I mean, I mean, for anyone listening that maybe is one of those, just like, oh, yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll give to that, but I haven't done that. I would say just think about always taking the next step and the next step and get to the point where you, you know, commits to something monthly or right. quarterly. I right. mean, when I, my volunteer schedule, there's, most people are, it's just quarterly. It, and it takes a, it takes a, an army. It does. To, <laughs> to and I always say like, the, the, the machine that is, that is our pantry is like some, a lot of other amazing people built the machine and I'm just still here. I'm just pressing the buttons now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's what, what is happening. And refining a little bit, you know, and I think every new person refines. I think when, when, you know, you step down and somebody else takes your place, they're going to refine yeah. even more because and the culture's should, always changing and as, mm-hmm. as should the pantry. Yeah. It's generational and yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, I had something. I had a really good, probably the best Sorry. question of the entire interview. And, and now it's, that's okay. I interrupt everybody, Kelly. It's, it's 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 a thing, man. It it really is. Um, so uh, let's just let's just put it here. Oh, I remember what it was gonna be now. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, here here's here's what I, I I heard. It wasn't a question actually. It was a statement. Somebody was telling me um, from another um, uh, community resource was telling me just last week that our food pantry is known in the community as as the best food pantry. Um, you know, and not because of our supplies, but because of our people. You know, and, and I think that's just how it should be. You know, I, you walk into a, some food pantries, they treat you like a number, 
right? And from the very beginning, from you know, from my time here, you know, your predecessor is that the right word? Mm -hmm. Yeah, your predecessor, um, you know, and even her predecessor. Uh, I know that that's always been the intent. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we don't treat people like a number; we treat people like people. Mm -hmm. You know. Talk, talk a little bit about how how you do that, and and I wanna I wanna preface this for the podcast audience. I'm not just talking about this as a pantry, but I think we need to be doing this as human beings everywhere we go. Yes, you know, treating people like people. Yes. So how 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 does how not only do you but how does the culture you created here help that? How do other people do that here at the pantry? Um. Well, I mean, my mindset is like, so you know, there's those people. If you're walking down a hallway, you there's people that um, won't even make eye contact. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about like Walmart. So yeah, yeah, right. right? Yeah. Um, there's people that smile, smile, friendly smile to a stranger. Yeah. There's people hi and I mean, so <laughs> I was just talking about this to someone the other day. I even when I'm on a two lane road, I wave at the person coming at me. Yep. Okay. Yep. So weird. <laughs> Like, is that, it might be old school or how I was raised, but... That's, that's no country living, Kelly. I mean, that's just small town That's just country living right there. And uh, someone, I think it was because someone was with me. They are like, did you know them? I said, no, but I mean, I'm kind of waving them. Yeah, right. Them. And it just goes to, hi, how are you? And um, I, and that's just why I was scared to death to do a podcast, because I'm kind of the queen of um, sticking my foot in my mouth, but it also... <laughs> Some people were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Mine was not. You were born with a foot in your mouth, right? But it also has let me, because people will say things to me, and looking back, it's like, I can't believe they said that to me, but I have so much grace for it, I'm just like, whatever, because I, you know, I get it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, it's just, hi, how are you? And it's just, I feel like just conversations are really organic, and interactions should be organic, and I know when some people, there's... People that are naturally shy and introverted and just a hello is good enough for them. But then if it's, I don't know, it comes naturally for me. So, and it comes naturally for most, for our volunteers that are there on a Saturday that um, want to interact with people. But it's just, how are you? And they notice that their arm's in a cast and we want to know why, genuinely want to know why. Yeah. And, um... You know, if we ask, how are you? And they, they elaborate, they elaborated for a reason. Right. And we need to listen. Yes. Yes. And offer what we can, even if it's just listening. And offer a prayer. Offer, if it's if it's an open door for us to, like, what else can we do for you? Or, um, you know, we, we ha- there's a lot of items we don't regularly give, but we've been, um, have been donated to us. Sometimes really random things. But it's always funny because God put them here for a reason. You know, it's like. I just, I, someone was newly diagnosed as diabetic and we had cases of the syringes. Um, really? You know, so it's like, and we put them out, but people don't really remember. It's like, I happen to have this, you know, it's like, yeah. that's so great. And, and keep in touch with that and call us because we get, we get a lot of things like that. So it was just one example. But if you don't have those conversations, you never know where people are at. Yeah. You know what the funny thing is, is I find that introverted people are the best conversationalists. That's right. If you really get them, if you really get them talking. Yeah. They, they they are so thoughtful, um, and, and so intent and on genuine. their genuine. Yeah, and genuine. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they are way better at that than I am. I ha- I actually find it very difficult to have one on one conversations with people. You know, like real deep conversations with people. I can talk to anybody. That's, really? Yeah. 
But but like I, I'm I'm better at the big large yeah. group, right? Mm-hmm. And I can work a crowd like nobody's business, mm-hmm. right? But when you get into those deep one-on-one conversations mm-hmm. that you know, um, I, I I had to learn how to do that, uh-huh. you know, because it, it's just that yeah. one-on-one was kind of hard for me. But introverts are really good yeah. at it. And I like that. And I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle, but I like that. I, mean, I not that I like like to get to the bottom. I just like. I like hearing where people are at, and yeah. I feel like if they're sharing with me, and because sometimes I'm like that, I'll end up sharing something with somebody, and I thought, I don't even know them. How come I just told them so much? You know, and it's like, well, I did it for a reason. Maybe they were needing to hear it. Maybe I just needed to say it. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like everything's just really organic with me, and literally yeah. like food and <laughs> life. So. so. Um, Kelly organic odom. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got it. No. And and I think that's, I mean, that's the lesson. Just have a conversation, you know, and smile and smile. Yes. Yeah. And smile very much. So, you know, and, and, and I think that you, I, I, you kind of glossed over it, but I think this is really important. Uh, you, you, the idea that they can be real with you, they can say, they can feel like they can put their foot in their mouth and not be offended. Uh, Yeah. That you not be offended. Right. Um, or they can say what, what, what's ever on their mind and whatever language they know to say it. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to go off on them, you know, because they didn't use the right words or say it the right way or yeah. whatever, you know, uh, and, and that just kind of acceptance that that's something that is hard to learn. You know, it, it, it can be, but it just, it's just, it's taught through experience. You know, you, you have to just, you know, you can't force yourself to be accepting of that. You just have to naturally let it happen yeah you know if you just put those walls down you yeah. know so people who come from like little you know like small country towns mm-hmm. or you know i i, I <laughs> military you know mm-hmm. you just learn to accept all this stuff mm-hmm. you know and, and it's and it's and it's really good so so just have the conversations mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. all right well i'm gonna give you the last word all right the last word and then we're gonna we're actually i'll take the last words but okay. the last word on this topic okay. at least um if you were standing in front of the congregation, don't don't picture it because you'll get nervous. Oh, okay, uh, but if you could tell me to say anything to a congregation, right, um, about helping people um, who are hungry, mm-hmm. what would you say? Our congregation or any? I mean, really any, any. but however helps. Yeah. Um. find out about it however that means you need to do that um just put yourself in front of it in some way shape or form yeah um get a hold of a school get a hold of a pantry and figure out a small need and i just think don't commit you don't have to commit to doing anything but i think if you can just see it mm-hmm. and see what's out there in the process and, and and see all the amazing ways that you can help that I think it would fall on your heart of how you can, and it would go from there. Oh, I like that. Just explore. Yeah. Just explore. Explore and listen. Yeah. I like that, Kelly. That was that was never advice I would ever give, and I think um, I'm going to start giving that one from now on. I, I I think that's that's really good. You don't so, have to commit. Yeah. Commitment's hard. It is. Um. So just put yourself out there and yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Do something small and see how see how it grows. I like that. All right, well, Kelly, uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you. Um, you know, you, you and Jeff are, are very close friends of, of my family, and 
we, we love you guys. And He's amazing, isn't he? He is. I should, if he didn't work as hard as he did, I wouldn't be able to do this. Yeah. That, 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 I don't thank him enough. Yeah. Well, now you have <laughs> the whole world just heard you thank him. So, Because, you know, we have thousands of listeners. We, we millions. don't. We, yeah, millions. Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's any other podcast people listen to, to be honest with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're done with that okay. self-promotion... Um, <laughs> Uh, thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. It really means a lot. Uh, and if you are listening and you need um, some help and you don't know where to go, uh, you are more than welcome to stop by uh, Cornerstone Christian Church's Food Pantry. The first and third Saturdays of the month, 9 to 11. Yep. First or email me what? if you want, if you are interested in serving. Yep. Or just interested in that help and you didn't catch that and you don't understand the first and Third Wednesday thing because I get it wrong half the time. Uh, Saturday first, first and third Saturday. Did I just say Wednesday? You said Wednesday. Yeah, what first and third Saturday. Happen? Like we're not even here. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> They're gonna show up to youth practice. Yeah. So, <laughs> I hope you can sing. Probably just yeah. Uh, pantry at cornerstonerock.org. Okay, pantry at cornerstonerock.org, or you can call the the church office. Uh, you know three one seven eight five two two four one one. Uh, look, or just stop by. Come talk to me. We'll we'll uh, we'll make sure we get we get taken care of. Um, but we are so glad uh, that uh, there is something that you can get help for and with. And so that is you. Let us know. Uh, if you're looking for a church, you can join us each and every Sunday at nine and ten thirty in the morning. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at CCC Brownsburg, or just type in Cornerstone Christian Church into the search bar. Uh, you can go to our website, cornerstonerock.org, um, and please subscribe to the podcast. Go on iTunes, subscribe, uh, download, share, uh, rate, and review, because that helps us on the search engine as well. Uh, and we will see you next time on the Coffee and Conversation podcast.